1: You know who you are with the joyfully chill sensation of My Mochi ice cream. Find My Mochi ice cream at Target or visit MyMochi.com to locate a grocery store near you. Tonight, the stunning testimony of the nation's top military leaders contradict the president of the United States, saying they recommended keeping a small number of troops in Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Top Pentagon officials grilled on Capitol Hill about the withdrawal of troops in America's longest war.
2: Well, it was a logistical success, but a strategic failure.
1: Tonight, what we learn from the hearing, the status of al-Qaeda and ISIS in Afghanistan, and Joint Chiefs Chairman Mark Milley defends his call to the Chinese in the final days of the Trump administration. Vaccines for kids, important news for parents when children ages 5 to 11 could get the Pfizer shot, and why LeBron James decided to get vaccinated. Plus, mask mandates in schools. We visit a county in Georgia without one where COVID cases are skyrocketing. Deadlines looming the race to fund the government, and how a shutdown and default could impact the nearly 70 million Americans who get Social Security. Plus, the Treasury Secretary warns of a catastrophic event, possibly wiping out $15 trillion in household wealth. President Obama returns to the stage. As the 44th president breaks ground on his library, he weighs in on the border crisis, saying the immigration system is dysfunctional. Price hikes and delays? The new post office changes that you should know about before the holiday shopping and shipping season and overcoming obstacles. This quarterback lost his sight, but his dream survives.
0: This is the CBS Evening News with Nora
3: O'Donnell reporting from the nation's capital.
1: Good evening and thank you for joining us. We are going to begin with today's extraordinary hearing on Capitol Hill. It's rare to have the president's top military advisors disagree publicly with the commander-in-chief. But that's exactly what we saw today. Top Pentagon leaders admitted the sudden fall of Kabul in August caught them off guard. General Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, admitted U.S. credibility is now being questioned by our allies. And as for whether the U.S. can prevent al-Qaeda and ISIS from using Afghanistan as a launching pad for new terror attacks, well, the head of central command told senators... That's yet to be seen. This is the first time Milley has spoken since it was revealed that he called his counterpart in China during the end of the Trump administration, something he was grilled about by senators. Well, CBS's David Martin is going to lead us off tonight with all those answers from the Pentagon.
2: Five and a half hours of testimony before the Senate Armed Services Committee left no doubt top generals warned both Presidents Trump and Biden against a withdrawal of American troops. General Frank McKenzie is the overall commander for Afghanistan. I recommended that we
4: maintain 2,500 troops in Afghanistan.
2: But when asked last month whether his military advisors recommended keeping 2,500 troops there, President them. Biden said this. No, no one said that to me that I can recall.
3: General Milley, that was a false statement by the President of the United States, was it not? I'm the not going to categorize not. a statement of the President of the United States. General Milley, I, I can only conclude that your advice about staying in Afghanistan was rejected. Why haven't you resigned? It would be an incredible act of political defiance for a commissioned officer to just resign because my advice is not taken. This country doesn't
2: want generals figuring out what orders we are going to accept and do or not. But books about the final days of the Trump administration portray Milley as doing just that. Working behind his commander-in-chief's back, because he feared Trump might provoke an international crisis.
3: You're quoted in the Woodward book as telling the top Chinese communist military commander, quote, if we're going to attack, I'm going to call you ahead of time. Is that true, General Milley? I said, I'll probably call you. Everybody will be calling you.
2: We're not going to attack you. Just settle down. It's not going to happen. Milley insisted he was not working in secret. Other officials were on the calls with the Chinese, and still others knew about them.
3: I personally informed both Secretary of State Pompeo and White House Chief of Staff Meadows about the call, among other
2: topics. Milley was also portrayed as agreeing with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi that Trump was, quote, crazy. When asked about that, Milley ducked the question, saying, I am not qualified to determine the mental health of the president of the United States. Nora.
1: David Martin with all those fascinating details from the Pentagon. Thank you, David. Well, tonight, a new poll finds that more than half of parents with kids under 12 say they'd get their young children vaccinated against COVID if the shots were available. And we learned today that shots for kids 5 to 11 years old could be just a month or so away. Here's CBS's Errol Barnett.
5: Important news tonight for parents. Pfizer announcing it submitted data to the FDA proving its vaccine is safe and effective in children age 5 to 11. The company says it will make a formal request within weeks to begin administering doses. If the FDA approves, kids could get the vaccine by late October or November. Meanwhile, in the nation's largest school district, a federal judge says New York City can mandate all school employees be vaccinated or lose their job. The deadline is 5 p.m. Friday. What do you say to teachers who will not get vaccinated? We're here to
3: protect your rights, but at the same time, we follow the law.
5: Michael Mulgrew heads the union representing nearly 200,000 current and former New York City teachers and staff.
3: It's the only way we can go back to doing what we wanted to do, which is to teach children who aren't full of fear and anxiety.
5: How many teachers drop out remains to be seen, but there are signs a similar mandate among hospital employees worked. Just a week before the deadline to get at least one dose or face termination, there were reportedly still more than 8,000 New York City hospital workers unvaccinated. By last night, that number dropped to almost half as many. Also tonight, a change of heart for a former vaccine skeptic. NBA star LeBron James saying he has now received his first vaccine dose
3: after doing my research and things of that nature i felt like it was best suited for not only me but for my family and for my friends
5: also a new nationwide study shows a surge in vaccine acceptance among racial and ethnic groups that lagged behind back in may a far higher percentage of white americans were vaccinated with at least one dose when compared to black or hispanic americans but now not only has the gap narrowed considerably but hispanics have the highest vaccination rate There were many
1: reasons for this gap, including barriers to vaccine access, and some still had concerns, and those concerns were often rooted in misinformation.
5: Now, look, there remains some resistance among some New York teachers when it comes to vaccines, but at least 90 percent of them have been fully inoculated. Also new tonight, United Airlines releasing an update on its vaccine mandate. Ninety nine percent of staff chose to comply, minus those with religious or medical exemptions. That final one percent, almost 600 people, Nora, will be subject to dismissal.
1: Wow, those mandates working. All right, Errol Barnett, thank you. Well, tonight, 800,000 federal workers and more than a million contractors are waiting to see if they'll be furloughed if Congress can't reach a deal to fund the government past Thursday night. And CBS's Nicole Killian reports an even bigger fiasco could be just weeks away. Tonight, a warning to Congress that the U.S. could default on its bills for the first time in history if lawmakers don't act. It would be disastrous for the American economy, for global financial markets, and for millions of families. The government could run out of money by October 18th if Congress doesn't raise the debt limit, the amount the government can borrow to pay its bills, with dire consequences, ranging from spiking unemployment to missed Social Security checks and troop payments. I object senators deadlocked again as republicans objected to democrats latest fix do republicans take any responsibility if the u.s defaults
2: did you ask the majority that question
1: i'm asking you sir
2: yeah that's the point because he has the responsibility and trust me he will do it
1: but as the debt crisis looms so does the threat of a government shutdown Funding runs out midnight Thursday. Can you get I it think done by Thursday? very soon we will
2: put down a bill to uh, deal
1: with the shutdown. Waiting in limbo, federal workers like Keith and Robin Watterson were furloughed during the last shutdown and had to rely on food banks to get by.
3: It's extremely nerve-wracking. It is frustrating because you think, I mean, what's, what's, what's a more secure job than with the federal government?
1: Democratic leaders hope for another vote on government funding and the debt limit as soon as tomorrow. But they're also struggling to keep their party in line on some of the president's top priorities, including infrastructure, which progressives are threatening to oppose this week. Nora. Nicole Killian, thank you very much. Well, tonight, the family of Gabby Petito is calling on their daughter's fiance, Brian Laundrie, to turn himself in and face questioning in her mysterious death. Now, Laundrie's family insists they don't know where he is, and they deny helping him run from investigators. But Petito's family don't believe that.
2: The Laundrie's did not help us find Gabby. They are sure is not going to help us find Brian. For Brian, we're asking you to turn yourself in to the FBI or the nearest law enforcement agency. The way she had it written.
1: Well, the Petito family showed off new matching tattoos like their daughters and vowed to help other families with missing children find their loved ones. All right. Today, the man who stormed into a Maryland newspaper office and opened fire in 2018 was sentenced to five consecutive life terms with no possibility of parole. A jury rejected Jared Ramos's insanity defense and found he was criminally responsible for murdering five people at the Capital Gazette in Annapolis. Ramos had previously sued the paper for defamation. We want to turn now to the heavy toll that COVID is taking on America's schools. Across the U.S., more than a quarter of new COVID infections are among kids. And since the start of the school year, more than 2,000 schools have had to pause in-person learning because of outbreaks. Well, in hard-hit Georgia, at least 45 teachers and staff members have died from COVID in recent weeks. CBS's Mark Strassman is there.
4: Parents of all fifth graders got two hours' notice. Come get your kids. A COVID outbreak last month at Eastside Elementary in metro Atlanta's Cobb County. Parent, Tini Crisman.
6: What we're trying to prevent here is within-school transmission, and that's what failed this year.
4: Since school began, COVID has exploded week by week in Cobb County schools, from hundreds of infected students and staff to nearly 5,000. School masking policy divides the county, not Chris Ragsdale, its school's superintendent. He's dug in. Masks will stay recommended,
0: not mandatory. The data clearly indicates a mask mandate does not provide a significant change
4: in the cases. A CDC study published last week showed that schools without mask mandates are three and a half times more likely... To have outbreaks.
6: My worst year did become reality. Bye guys.
4: Teeny Crispin's two sons go to Eastside Elementary three weeks after its major outbreak.
6: It was a third grader who showed symptoms and then both of them tested positive and the
1: same you know on the same day.
4: Then she tested positive. Many teachers and staff also worry especially with nearly all Georgia students learning in person this year.
1: Cobb is a situation where we have a school board and a superintendent who are listening to those people who want what is not in line with the science.
4: And in your view, irresponsible?
1: Unfathomable.
4: Unfathomable. Yes. So statewide, including here in Cobb County, new COVID cases have tracked down in the last couple of weeks, still high, but trending in the right direction. But there's a worsening problem here, Nora, and that is a severe shortage of school bus drivers and substitute teachers. And sometimes the only solution is to put more kids in a class or more kids on a bus. And that, of course, Nora, increases the risk.
1: Mark Strassman, thank you. Some news tonight about North Korea. They say its latest missile test involved a hypersonic missile. If true, this would mark a major advance for the North. It would also violate U.N. resolutions. And it comes just a day after the U.S. military said it tested its latest hypersonic missile, which flies five times faster than the speed of sound. All right. Tonight, we want to take a close look at a disturbing worldwide problem. The U.N. estimates one in 10 children is performing forced labor. That's about 160 million kids, many working in horrifying conditions. CBS's Deborah Pata reports from Ghana in West Africa. The sunset over Lake Volta masks the sinister depths below.
6: Driven by poverty, thousands of children are fishing here. Some work in the family business, but many have been sold into modern day slavery. When Noah's mother died, his father took out a loan to pay for her funeral $500 in exchange for his eight year old son, 15 years of servitude to repay the debt. It breaks my heart, he told us. I was unable to go to school. He escaped after three years fishing on this lake. (laughs) Wallace has saved over 150 children like Noah for an international charity. We went along as he did his undercover work. Rickety vessels filled with young boys. Trapped like the fish they catch. Forced to dive deep. To free entangled nets. All in plain sight. Except when this boat spotted us, it sped away that's a child dropped off and making a run for it. How bad are the conditions for the children? It is a very bad condition for them. How deep an adult can go, that's not the deepness a child can go. So when it comes to that, the child can lose his life. Over several days, we didn't meet a single law enforcement official, but we did meet a trafficker turned informant. How much did you pay for a child? Uh, that's about 80 dollars over 25 years he bought thousands of children what's the worst thing you ever did as a slave owner forcing a kid who doesn't know how to swim to dive he told us they can go down and never come up again so many children have died in these murky waters if you could say anything to the man who took you what would it be God punish him, he replies, a cry for justice that has gone unanswered for the children on Lake Volta. Deborah Patter, CBS News, Ghana.
1: This podcast is supported by FedEx. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, Positively FedEx. In a new interview tonight, the most decorated gymnast in history, Simone Biles, says she should have quit long before the Tokyo Olympics. Miles tells New York Magazine that she buckled under stress at the Summer Games, including the unresolved trauma of having been sexually abused by disgraced Team USA doctor Larry Nasser. But she said she wasn't going to let him take something she'd worked for since she was six years old. All right, today in Chicago, former President Barack Obama and wife Michelle grabbed shovels to help break ground for his presidential library. The 44th president also spoke in an interview about the immigration crisis, saying that Americans want to help others, but the idea that we can just have open borders is unsustainable. He said it's time Congress got serious about dealing with the immigration problem. All right. Beginning this Friday, the post office is raising prices and slowing down some deliveries. About 30 percent of first class mail and packages could take up to five days to arrive instead of two or three days. And starting Sunday through Christmas, postage rates are going up by 25 cents to five dollars per package. The changes are are being made to cut the services. Massive debt. Debt looks like I'm delivering my packages in person. It sure looked like a teenager would never get to realize his dream of playing football, but he saw things a different way. Here's CBS's Carter Evans.
3: 15-year-old starting quarterback Jason Bracey has a clear vision of what it takes to win on the field, even though he'll never see it with his own eyes. Can you see anyone on the field at all? No. He developed retinal cancer as a toddler, and by the time he turned seven, his sight was gone. Bracey liked other sports, but he really wanted to play football. His parents' response? No way. How is this going to be possible for him to get out there and play? Eventually, Bracey became his own agent. Once he got his own phone, he figured out how to call the teams around the area and started asking the coaches. Bracey got his chance with the Modesto Raiders. He memorizes every play and where every player is supposed to be. Take a look at this 20-yard pass.
5: 20-yard how
3: do you know
4: where to throw the ball?
5: It's all memory. It's all about having trust in the player, in the receiver, and in the team.
4: Seven out.
3: His dad guides him from the sidelines with a walkie-talkie. Bracey hears him through his helmet.
5: I only want the, a team to know that I can't see, because then they might,
3: then they might ease up on me. His ultimate goal? To Let's make go. it all the way to the NFL. Carter Evans, CBS News, Los Angeles.
1: Tomorrow, as Congress debates the president's domestic agenda, we look at what's at stake with a family that can't afford child care, even with two incomes. And if you can't watch us live, don't forget to set your DVR so that you can watch us later. That is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in the nation's capital. See you tomorrow. Good night.
0: If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey.
3: Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. <laughs>